course I know that I have a bias on this, but all I want to do at the end of the day is help people to find more calm, find more peace, and become more mindful in their life, to be more aware, to be more conscious, to find their dream, find their passion, push them towards another level of health or healthy sort of lifestyle. Welcome to The Mindful Mindset, a podcast where we speak about mindfulness, mindset, and having a daily practice, which gives you a mindful mindset, I guess. I don't know. Uh, this intro is weird, weirder and weirder every single time. Uh, it's better you get used to it now. Either way, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. Uh, please, at the end of the episode, leave a review for the podcast so... I know what you think about it, and it actually helps boost my podcast way more than you think. Um, this is the second part uh, in my focus, no focus, not focus, meditation part series about focus meditations. That's where we wanted to go. Uh, because we talked about, uh, last episode was a guest, guest on the show, uh, and there are multiple guests coming on, so let's just be patient uh, with the the people coming on so this series is just going to be dropped like intermittently in between the guests that we have on either way we're going to talk about the four uh, categories just to remind you which they are they're concentration contemplation chanting and transcending now concentration is the one we're going to focus on today and that uh last time i did this episode the first episode in the series we talked about contemplation which was guided meditations and uh, chakra meditations, visualizations, and all these types of things. I, I, I think I mostly spoke about guided meditations, to be honest, but they're the ones that I had the most experience with, so I want to talk too much about the things that I don't know. Either way, we're going to talk fo focus meditations. This is another thing I know very well. Uh, I'm scrolling here because I have some notes taken down. Uh, I did some research for this episode, but... Um, Essentially, what focus meditations are, um, are just like, it's basically just focusing on one thing and giving that your full attention. The most common one is just focusing on your breath and just nothing else. The difference here is since you don't have a person who's guiding you, it's not a guided meditation. There are guided focus meditations out there but they're still activating your brain. Here you want to sort of shut off the brain and just come back to your breath. So whenever you start thinking, that's when you're sort of losing it and you have to then note that you lost your, uh, you're like, oh, I'm thinking about something else. Okay, cool. And then you let it go and then you get back to your focus. Um, it's a very hard type of meditation. I think it's the one that I've had the biggest struggles with, just sitting still it's, it's probably the most common, and I think what people assume is meditation. Uh, but it's so much, uh, there's so much impact in it that it's very key to actually give it a try. Uh, but as a beginner, you might struggle to just sit still for like 10 minutes or 20 minutes. It's for a couple of minutes, you just lose track and you just sort of 
have to regain that focus. But I've been doing focus meditations for two years now, I think. I started doing them. I've been going back and forth, but I've made them much more consistent in my daily practice. And I think it's very, it's very good type of, it's very good. It's very good type of meditation that sort of uh, just brings you sort of awareness and focus into your life. Um, so if you feel like you need more focus, you need more maybe self-discipline, self-awareness, there's a lot of things you can do with focus meditations that are very, very, in general, very positive things you can get out of it. Um, and like essentially it, it comes from like a Buddhist tradition. So there is a sort of Zen feeling or Zen vibe to it uh, because there are, there are different types of focus meditations as well. It's not all just sitting. Uh, some of the most common Buddhist practices are walking meditations where you're just aware of the fact that you are walking. It's like feeling every single step and not focusing on anything else, giving that your full attention, like your body, how it moves, your breath as you move in and for or move forward one step at a time. Like it's a very, it's a very calming thing to do. Walking meditations, I can really recommend. There's also eating meditations. It's like any type of five senses that you can use Tea meditations, they're super impactful. Um, and tea meditations, actually, I have them in my weekly practice. So I try once a week to do a tea meditation. Uh, and speaking of drinking stuff, water breaks. Uh, I have those in my show. So whenever I say water break, water break. Water break over. And tea meditations are really, really good. Hey, you got to stop drinking tea. Yeah, can't drink what when like if it's if the water breaks over you can't drink okay, cool. I uh, just wanted to get that out of the. I know there was someone drinking. There. <sighs> Either way, uh, <laughs> uh, tea meditations are super impactful. Uh, there's an app called Plum Village that you can download for free and do a tea meditation uh, underneath. I think it's under eating meditations on on the app you can find uh, tea meditations. Um, what it essentially is, is like, it's a guided meditation, yes, but uh, you can do it, you don't have, you have to maybe learn how, how the meditation works. And for that, a guided meditation is good, but then you have to sort of drift away from that if you want to become a focused meditation. Um, and the thing here is that you sip tea and you're very aware of how it came to be. You're like, um, so how I learned the tea meditations and the philosophy behind it, why I'm doing this with my hands, um, is because you have the clouds and the clouds become the rain that run as water through the streams and down into your kettle pot, that then, then becomes the water in your tea. And then you have the tea uh, leaves and the leaves are essentially from the tea pickers uh, in Vietnam, Indonesia, China, they, they're essentially like the, the, the people, all the energy, all the different things that had to combine for you to just have this single one cup of tea. That's just the most beautiful thing. And once you actually do it, you just close your eyes and you take a sip, you kind of just melt into it. And that's what makes it 
very, very beautiful. And I really recommend trying it because it is very impactful. It puts you on a, like a conscious level that you're like, whoa, <laughs> it's just so interesting. I, I did a meditation um, on washing your dishes more mindfully, and that's very interesting. So there's daily meditations you can do in your daily life that will impact your life. And like, it's so interesting that I always saw washing dishes as something very negative. Like it's, I always thought like it's dirty or something or like that type of mentality, I guess. But what it came to was like, well, I mean, it's essentially just like warm water bubbles, all types of fun stuff you enjoy as a kid, but as like being child in an adult body i'm just kidding i'm very young i'm a child uh but <laughs> just just so beautiful to do those types of meditations uh, that can bring so much awareness so much presence into your daily life um uh, and yeah that's so interesting so it's a very buddhist practice uh meditation essentially is from the eastern culture so let's not try to lie or kid ourselves that it wouldn't be like we always try to take something from like the east and just make it a western thing like yoga has become completely commercialized uh in the last couple of years like it's a shame essentially like um but i just i if if meditation brings people peace i don't see it too harmful if it becomes commercialized like if people start doing it, practicing it regularly, and it doesn't become like this sort of like overblown thing that you people use to their advantage, if it still becomes about if the focus has to be for people to find peace, find calm through meditation. Um, when it comes into the Western world as well, the philosophy for me has to remain. That can change. Um, but it's essentially giving something your full attention and I'll get into my perspective on this. Firstly, I just want to cite two uh, studies that were done. One that was done in, I'm just looking at my notes here, uh, April in 2020. So this year, a couple of months ago, just two months ago, um, they found that people who do focused, I guess the, like, the general term for it is focused attention meditation. That's the real name of <laughs> meditation, but it's like, focused attention meditations. Uh, this is the type they studied, the Buddhist practice. And they found that, uh, that people who do or did, the people who did uh, focused attention meditation had an increased cognitive control. Uh, they had better performance in general things in life, as well as they had better attention to things that they were pursuing in their life. Uh, or if they were studying, they had more attention, they could develop a better routine and better, uh, they sort of increased performance uh, on multiple levels in their life. The second study really, really interested me uh, was it done in March, 2019. And on university students, they looked at having students who suffer from some sort of depression in some some degree and see uh, how meditation practice in, impacted them um, and people who also then went through depression and anxiety um, and how they then 
could benefit from a meditation practice. And they looked at it and they did a six week focused meditation attention training on depression. And during those six weeks, they had a pre, um, uh, they had a pre-intervention and a uh, post-prevention, uh, post-intervention uh, before and after, so to say. Uh, and they looked at what did the students benefit from. And after the six weeks they did, they found out that because of this practice, we actually had lower uh, anxiety and depression within these groups that did the meditation practice. Now, then again, they looked at uh, students that got this practice and they then uh, went beyond this and said, okay, but we'll also do a follow-up within six uh, and 12 months. Uh, and after six months, they could see that uh, they had lowered um, the depression uh, overall and an anxiety. And after 12 months, uh, the anxiety was uh, lower than again. But here's where it gets interesting uh, because only the people who continued their uh, practice in meditation were the ones who had lower depression and anxiety during the six and 12 month checkups uh, or follow-ups. Uh, they saw that the people who kept practicing meditation and focused attention meditation actually had a decrease of anxiety uh, and depression where the people who did the six week program and stopped doing their practice actually didn't see any change uh, after the six weeks stopped. So after the six weeks stopped, they might've had some benefits from it for a while, but then might actually have gotten back or just not gotten better. But the people who actually did follow up and, or did follow up, did follow through with their practice and made it a consistent practice. I, as I said in my, first uh, episode of this series, like having a consistent practice is very, very important. You have to have a daily routine where you meditate. Now, if I can cite all types of study, but that's not what I really want this podcast to become or come about. I just wanted to do some prior research to uh, focus meditation. So I had some time over this week and I did that. Um, and what it essentially, like what we can see scientifically, like this, these are the two studies that I, piqued my interest. Uh, I read, I think like 10 studies and the other eight were also like, they saw some, but I didn't fully like 100% comprehend them. They were very advanced and had to read a lot. So I didn't have too much time. Uh, so I found the two that resonated with me that I understood at a level of like not being too advanced in like psychology and, uh, psychology terms, uh, which was a problem, <laughs> a problem that I had reading some of them. So, so but most what, of what I could understand from them was that most saw an impact uh, on like having a meditation practice. Uh, and most of them were also then the ones I looked at were the focused attention meditation. Uh, but what they looked at was like, how did it impact their lives uh, and found some people had benefits from it and uh, we're all sorts of, sorts of studies, uh, but I'm rambling now. So either way, I just wanted to show you two studies that I found that were peer reviewed that I feel very confident about to share with you to, for you to understand that there is scientific evidence that meditation is uh, valuable. Um, now, however, I think you can 
sort of take whatever you want from this. Uh, you can say like, well, that's only two studies that didn't show the... Well, no, of course. I think you have to also be very mindful of that these are just studies that are done specifically for studying meditation and finding the benefits of meditation because it's essentially like it, it helps people and they want to sort of prompt that. So they, of course they will, had there is a bias there, of course, but I think generally if you just look at the study, then you see like, okay, this is how they went to it. Um, it was like a randomized group of uh, 29 students, I think that they looked at, uh, or maybe that was the first study, but either way, um, yeah, that was the first study, but like the amount of students is irrelevant, how they were picked may be relevant, but the thing I want to just show is just like, there is scientific evidence that proves that meditation works and it helps people to have a better, uh, life and have a lower stress and anxiety improve their mental health. And as we talked with Emmy Brunner in the last episode, we could see that she has seen some hand, hand or like hands on deck evidence that we can see impact in mental health from our depression. And now this is where it gets interesting for me is because why aren't we talking about this? Why isn't this something they teach me in therapy? Why isn't this something they tell me to try? Why isn't there someone who does guided meditation within like medical departments? Like this has to, like it, it must be so underestimated. Um, like like talking to someone, as we like talk to them, yeah, it gives it gives just the like small step of me then going, I guess, with this um, like getting a diagnosis and everything that we talked about in the last episode. Like it doesn't huge benefit what benefited for me yes i've taken medication and that has also had an impact but you can't really deny that meditation did not help and that's where it's so fascinating to me that there is so now that science science starts to like catch up and we start to see scientific evidence of meditation practice helping people and helping people especially with mental health issues when it comes to anxiety, depression, stress, and all these types of things, then yes, we must look at these. We must take it seriously because it's not just like an internal when you have mental health struggles, it's all over your life. It's like we saw it with the performance or cognitive control. Like it's it's so much deeper as well. Like when you do, when we're gonna cover transcend, transcendental meditations you're going to see that there is actually huge benefits from that as well and i mean it's just fascinating to me that we don't talk about this more like why wasn't i taught how to meditate in school why isn't that part of my daily program because that's the one thing that i can use in my daily life like okay we don't learn how to like fix uh, our economy like our, our personal finances we don't fix how to like stay hygienic or like all these sort of basic things that were thought in the household but then again if if school is something that's going to be like for life and for you to improve your life why is meditation or at least telling me that that's an option putting it as like a we have sports we have like uh pe and um in school why don't we include meditation in that like 
there's so much that I, I'm just wondering why we don't get on with talking more about meditation. But that's also, that's my bias. That's my bias because I would love to do more guided meditations and have people listen to my guided meditations. But um, I, I, of course, I know that I have a bias on this. But all I want to do at the end of the day is help people to find more calm, find more peace and become more mindful in their life, to be more aware, to be more conscious, to find their dream, find their passion, push them towards another level of health or healthy sort of lifestyle. Either way, uh, focus meditations are really impactful, uh, but let's uh, share my sort of perspective on things. Uh, let's take another water break. It's a refill break because it's hot as hell in Sweden right now. How is it wherever you live? Is it is it hot? Am I hot? Thank you for saying yes to that question. Um, meditation meditation break over water break over. Cool. Um, <laughs> These are super raw. This is why I love doing podcasts because they're so raw. I don't go back to edit something out of it. I just put it all out like either way. Um, let's talk about focus meditations and my experience with them. Um, I used to do even longer ones. Now I do sort of 20 minutes a day uh, in the morning. And then I do again in the evening. Uh, sometimes um sometimes i do focus meditations in the evening but i don't feel like they bring the thing that i always want um whenever i've had like a stressful day or there's been a lot going on then i feel like there's a reason for me to not do a focus meditation right now because i just need someone to tell me that this is normal what i'm going through or i need to just do a flow meditation where i just follow my thoughts and be very active but like just letting my mind take me on the journey more than it's me focusing on one thing. But like what it, I don't really know how to best put it because like focus meditations bring so much focus for me. I've associated like sitting and focusing on my breath for 20 minutes uh, has become a sort of practice where I where I can like, gain focus and be more like I heighten my senses and I start to get like in the zone and I start to get into a flow state. Um, essentially, it is very, uh, how do you say? Uh, it's, it's very, very like a personal thing for me to not do focus meditations in the evening, but I get that people do them to get a sense of calm. Now, what I could do and what I would like to learn how to do more frequently or put into as like a habit is having, I have tea meditations, so those I have and those are always in, no, they're not in the evening anymore. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, either way, yep, uh, because all tea I have at home has caffeine and I stopped drinking caffeine at 12 uh, midday because... Why not, right? So, um, I'm trying to limit my caffeine intake. That's all, actually. <laughs> uh, we're getting way off right now. Um, but the tea meditations, 
I okay. Sometimes I do them in the evening, and those are focused. So when they're not about like focusing on my breath, then I can do them in the evening. And I get that people get a sense of calm, and they get they get a sense of sort of ease and just like it's it's easy when they can just like calm the mind uh, and just letting things go. I think I should have more uh, maybe a different approach into it. Uh, maybe that would help. But what what I've also noticed is that I would like to do like walking meditations and uh, eating meditations. Maybe I don't know. There's so many cool things in meditation that I like. I would like to talk more about eating and walking meditations. If somebody that listens to the podcast knows more about it, please come on the podcast. You're all, oh, actually, whoever wants to be on the podcast is invited, as long as we speak about mindset and mindfulness. Cool, right? Um, yeah, it's super hot here. So water break. Water break over. But the thing is that I, I tried to do, I tried to limit the guided meditations I do, but sometimes it's just easy. Like it's a lazy way for me now. It's just like lazy. But the thing I struggle with is like, when I do a focus meditation is to actually just be still for the time that goes and just focus on my breath. It's very, very hard because your mind always spins. Your mind is always like, and you're always just there like, well, what can I do? I guess it's sort of like, well, I wish I could be better at it, but I respect that I'm not, um, I'm open for anything. Um, when it comes to meditation, I try to do all types of meditations, but focus meditations are the ones that are prioritized because I think that's where I learn mostly about myself and how I stay focused and how I can do get into sort of the zone and just get better meditations out there as well because I learn things about my own practice when I'm not guided. Uh, which is super cool and I don't know it's um, it's a healthy sort of thing I like I did do um, our meditations once not once I did them for a long time um, okay depending on the day most of the days I have I think so, somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes of meditation uh, that I put in. But I have done hours before. It feels really good because it's really soothing the mind. Um, having an hour of meditating, oh my god, it's the best. Uh, you don't have to like put one hour like after, like one hour like sitting for one hour. But I would highly recommend trying it once because it's, it takes such amount of willpower and self-discipline to be able to just sit still for one hour. It's so, it's so intense. Uh, I can, that's, that's the biggest struggle I've had with meditating is when I have to sit for an hour. And sometimes I just do it for the hell of it just to get some self-discipline and will gain some more willpower into doing things that I want to do. Um, so that's super powerful.
and yeah i don't i don't really know what else to talk about when it comes to focus meditation they're very, very simple they're just sitting and just closing your eyes and just breathing it's the most easiest way you can do anything any type of meditation to put on like a timer and don't make it like an alarm sound when it ends and put it at a nice tone so you can sort of take three deep breaths when you've finished and then get back into it but either way uh, they're super powerful you get so much out of it they've helped me sort of control my cortisol levels uh, which is something that when you wake up you have a lot of cortisol because you can um, especially if you're dealing with an anxiety and depression you can have tremendous amounts of cortisol and you're just running through your body and your brain I don't know uh, but uh, cortisol levels have been shown to drop in medit uh, focused meditations uh, to or meditations in general but you, now we're talking about focus so uh, cortisol levels when you have high cortisol levels you get more stress more anxiety and doing meditation will control those amounts will calm your cortisol levels so that i can recommend um cool i don't want to make this episode like too much me babbling so we're just gonna finish here i'm actually very satisfied that i could keep it so short um i hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode of the mindful mindset uh as i said in the beginning please leave a review i truly truly do appreciate people who leave reviews i don't think anybody has done it yet so you can be my first um and yeah it helps the podcast a lot and if this episode helps you please share it that's the only thing i actually want is for you to share it if you want if you feel that this resonates with you and you know someone who would enjoy listening to another white guy talking for however long uh then share this episode and yeah it's been your yeah boy just kidding I, I don't do that uh it's been my name is axel uh it's been a mindful mindset another day uh next time we might have a guest on or we might talk about chanting we will see uh either way thank you for watching this podcast or listening sorry thank you for listening to this podcast episode of the mindful mindset it's been a pleasure entertaining you Take care of yourself. Have a good one.